Okay, we've got recording on the podcast. We've got recording on the video. Oh my goodness. Welcome along, everybody, to Americana, the American way. I'm Big John. You can find me on the social media at the real Big John, all one word, on Parlor. Also, this is Americana, the American way on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and Rumble, so, and many other podcast platforms. This is uh, my pre-game or prerequisite to uh, President Biden's joint speech to Congress tomorrow evening. Well, by the time you're watching it, it'll be either this evening or uh, it'll be over. (laughs) But I'll do a follow-up and uh, give my thoughts and opinions on uh, what Mr. Biden said and didn't say what he stammered, stumbled, rumbled, bumbled, fumbled, and everything else. Let me uh, light up my ceremonious cigar and uh, quench my thirst a little bit here. And then we'll get underway. Sitting here with my uh, thinking spectacles on my head. Yeah, this, uh, the bar is pretty low. After the uh, ill-fated press conference the other week, uh, where if it wasn't written out for him on a note card, he couldn't say it. Uh... his ill-fated press conference if it wasn't written on a note card he couldn't remember it couldn't keep from stammering it at one point he just wandered away from the podium of course we'll never get an explanation for that but that's the way life goes, I, I reckon. Uh, leading up to this, the other day, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, Sandy, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, whatever name she goes by, uh, said that she thinks Biden is living up to the expectations of progressives in his First 100 days, uh, this is on the 99th day of his presidency, 
Uh, it is not being called a State of the Union address. It's being called a Joint Session address. Um, it is by invitation only. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, for the first time ever, though, a progressive Democrat will give a post-speech commentary on a speech by a president of the same party. Uh, usually someone of the opposite party gives comments. Uh, I think it's a fairly new practice uh, for a for someone of an opposite party to give a rebuttal to a State of the Union address, which it's kind of what this is or what it should be at this point in time. Usually State of the Unions are done in the first few months of the year, even for a new president. Uh, but in the past, the first time I remember someone of the opposite party being allowed to give a rebuttal or a uh, commentary, they call it, on a president's speech was uh, when George Bo George W. was president. Um, you know, I'm I was a little young and new to politics when you know the Clinton stuff was going on. Uh, growing up in a house with my grandparents, it, it was. Well, your TV channels were kind of limited, even with the expansion of cable in the 1980s. But generally, you know, our house, we had the, the major networks on in the evening. So if the president was speaking, that's what you were watching. Um, and that was in the 80s, even. And I don't remember ever, ever anyone giving a rebuttal to Ronald Reagan's speeches Maybe the uh, news anchors would give their two cents or something like that. But I, I don't remember there ever being rebuttals. Um, and like I said, Clinton, yeah, I was just getting super nerdy into politics where I would watch these things on my own. But I don't remember there being rebuttals during his uh, speeches. But... We'll see how this goes down. Uh, which networks carry the comments from the Republican side and this progressive Democrat who's going to give uh, post-speech commentary and so on. Uh, the New York Times is reporting this is going to be part victory lap and part sales job. I don't know what victories he has had in his first 100 days. Uh, I know he is going to try to sell a lot of his policy. It will be things like his infrastructure package, which include a lot of things that are not infrastructure related. Uh, but that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how long he, he speaks because he can't talk very long without going way off course, even in a good teleprompted, noted speech or press conference. Oh, Nelly. Um, 
So CBS News News reported this will be a invitation only address. Let's take a look at what was said here. I'm loving it. So CBS News reports only invited members of Congress will be allowed to attend President Biden's address address <laughs> I'm talking like Biden now. Address to a joint session of Congress on Wednesday. The event will be quote will be invitation only for a limited number of or limited number of members of Congress. According to a news or blah, 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 according to a memo from acting House Sergeant at Arms Timothy Blaget or Blaget, however you want to say it. Any members who have not received an invite from their congressional leadership quote, will not be permitted in the Capitol after 5 p.m., according to the memo obtained by CBS News. The sergeant-at-arms noted the event will be restricted due to COVID-19, although it is unclear exactly how many members and which ones will be allowed in the Capitol. Unlike a typical address before a joint session, invited members will not be permitted to bring guests. First Lady Jill Biden will also attend, but will not bring any guests. Mr. Biden is set to deliver his address Wednesday at 9 p.m. That's CBS News. There will be links in the description on YouTube and Rumble for... uh, if you want to read these full articles. So, let's see what the independent has to say. Because I wanted to know, going into this, what's he going to talk about? You know? I think it's been a pretty blasé first 100 days. But, let's see what they they say he's going to talk about. Is there an article from the Independent or did they hoodwink me? The sneaky little bastards. This is all commercials. All advertisements. Well, it says guest and no designated survivor what we know about Biden's address to Congress. And then there's no article. You must have to log in to get the article. Well, good thing screw the uh, independent. We'll just go to the New York Times article. So, part victory lap, part sales job. Biden to address joint session of Congress. I guess I should screen these things more before I start the podcast. A perk of the presidency is a chance to deliver a speech to Congress and millions of Americans 
soon after taking office. 99 days is soon. On Wednesday, President Biden will finally do just that, giving his first address to a joint session of Congress, which had been delayed by his administration's push to confront the coronavirus pandemic, which they've done nothing on. Part victory lap and part sales job, the speech will let Mr. Biden mark nearly the nearly 100 days. It'll be the 99th day. Uh, Thursday will be the 100th day. 100 days he has spent in office by describing his efforts to vaccinate Americans, which was already in progress before he took office, and revive the economy, AIDS said. Revive. Just reopen the freaking economy. It will revive itself. You know, the most... Ronald Reagan said, and this has been quoted many times lately, the most dangerous words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. But anyways, but, uh, but he also plans to seize the moment to pitch a broader agenda, laying out his proposals to upgrade the nation's infrastructure, see I predicted that, and expand public benefits, which means what, more welfare? You know, businesses are struggling right now uh, with the reopening of the economy, like everywhere, but in Florida where it's wide open, The Fed has given out so much money. Like, if you stay on unemployment, you're getting a bonus, okay, above your unemployment compensation. But in Florida, McDonald's are giving 50 bucks to people just to come in for an interview. Here in Ohio, where I live, there's a McDonald's with a a hiring sign out that says $12 an hour. A year ago, those $12 an hour were factory wages. Now, now an entry level into the economy, into the job force job like McDonald's is paying 12 bucks an hour because people just don't want to work. They've gotten multiple stimulus checks, which some in government say were not big enough. They're getting a bonus to sit at home and collect unemployment. A bonus on top of their unemployment compensation. They're getting paid on top of that. I mean, come on. Why would people go to work for less than minimum wage or less than $12 an hour or $20 an hour? A manager at McDonald's in, in a small town in Ohio could make $19 an hour. An entry-level, first-time employee walking in off the street applying for a part-time job can expect to get $12 an hour. Not because the economy is booming yet, but because they're just that desperate for employees. Uh, and police departments can't pay people a million dollars to be a policeman right now but that's another story uh let's read on here expand public benefits i'm assuming he's he's going to talk um 
not just not about welfare, but uh, he wants to expand Obamacare. Remember, he said that he wants to expand um, the Affordable Care Act, public health care. Um, because of the pandemic, Mr. Biden will deliver his speech to a pared-down, socially distanced group of lawmakers, said administration officials. A far cry from a tightly packed House chamber of previous years, but the goal will be similar. Make your pitch to the public with the bully pulpit of the presidency. <laughs> bully pulpit. Okay. So... Yeah, the president has what's called, quote, the bully pulpit. He can get on television, usually, address millions of people. Congress, I don't think, has ever turned down a president's request for a joint speech that I can remember. may have been once or twice, but I don't remember. So he can address the full Congress... With the full attention of the American people, make all his sweet promises. This is every president. But Joe Biden is the worst at it. He's the wor- They said George W. Bush was a bad public speaker. I saw George W. speak many times in person, at least five, uh, leading up to his presidency and during his presidency. And he was good. Biden, last week there was a a Zoom meeting, okay, a teleconference meeting of world leaders on climate change, and he ended it with some stupid story about uh, a native, wait, wait, let me get my politically correct terminology correct here my political correctness correct a first indigenous people's tribe he asked them please send my wife Jill home from the reservation uh, it's, a, it's a long commute for me and I'm sure the rest of the world leaders are going what the F does that have to do with climate change I mean, did, it was not a war, a worldwide, publicly watched speech. It was just a Zoom meeting with other world leaders. It wasn't something that the public or this native, pardon me, in first indigenous peoples tribe would have been watching. So I don't know why he thought it was fun. He laughed at himself, and after it leaked out on the internet, the rest of us were laughing at him, not with him, over this. Uh, prior to that, you had the press conference where he would lose his train of thought without his notes. He wandered away from the podium at one point. So this this will be a dandy. Again, I don't know how long he'll speak because he can't speak for very long without totally screwing the pooch. Um, My expectations are a lot of stammering, a lot of stumbling, a lot of bumbling words. 
And after seeing his son Hunter speak, I'm not sure if it's dementia or it just runs in the family. Unless Hunter's got really early onset dementia. But anyways, I understand them not letting a lot of members of Congress in because we're still in this pandemic. And they're trying to put on a show for the American people. Uh, of not having a packed house. Um, but if you look statistically, states that have opened up, like Texas and Florida, and have been gradually opening as best they could for a while now, are the ones with uh, the least number of new cases per capita. Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York, I think, are still leading the United States in uh, new cases of the virus. So, and of course, Governor Whitmer of Michigan, who's in a world of trouble herself, uh, she just came back from Florida after she wouldn't let people from her state leave and go to Florida. Uh, you know, she gave a press conference or a, a TV interview blaming Florida for the number of increases in virus cases in her state. But it's like the states that are opening up are doing well and not getting the big numbers of new cases that Dr. Falsey predicted. Uh, and then he takes credit for that, saying, well, Texas learned, they learned how to deal with it. They learned from me. My gosh, has there ever been a worst case of little man syndrome? than Dr. Falsey. Anyways, not to get off on that rant, but this this is going to be a sad speech. In America, the 80 million Americans who supposedly voted for this guy are going to see, if they watch this, uh, what they voted for, the incompetence, the incoherence. Uh, they're going to see why the Chinese diplomats took the American diplomats to school and told them the United States is not coming at China from a position of strength anymore. And China is correct in that. Because you're going to see... I'm sorry. This is hard for me. I've always... No matter how much I disagree with Barack Obama or Bill Clinton... Or you know, even George W. Bush at times and Donald Trump at times. I still respected the office of the presidency. But you're going to see a weak, tired, elderly man giving an incoherent address. Thinking that he's giving the greatest speech of all times. And it's going to be sad. Uh, I'm going to, Steven Crowder on YouTube and, um, what is it, what's it called, Blaze TV slash Mug Club, and you can find Steven Crowder. Uh, he's going to be doing a live fact checking. I'm going to watch that as much as I can, but I really want to hear what Biden says and do my own fact check. I'll have a follow up and recap uh, after his speech. But it's going to be hard, guys. It's going to be really hard. Um, so I don't want to talk your ear off. God bless y'all. 
Have a, a wonderful, blessed day. Pray for each other wherever you are. God bless you. Yeah.